0: Ciao. How are you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes. Welcome to this week's Tech Radio with all the latest in tech from around Ireland and around the world. Thank you for downloading from the website at techcentral.ie Also, maybe you use your favourite podcast app for listening to us on your smartphone or this little thing called Radio with DAB, Digital Radio and uh, RT Radio 1 Extra around the country. This is our show for Friday the 18th of September and joining me as ever is Niall Kitson at Tech Central HQ. Niall, we had a, a kind of an interview show last week because I was away on the road working and I felt kind of a little bit bad that even though we had loads and loads of coverage for the Apple uh, launch and announcement last week online and on the website, all kinds of things, we didn't really talk about it on the uh, podcast because obviously we recorded it before the uh, the Apple announcement. But now that I'm a week after the Apple announcement, I'm kind of thinking, well, do you know what? I think maybe we did the big thing because or the right thing because I don't think the Apple announcement and amounted to much at all.
1: Well, with these announcements at this time of the year, I mean, Apple have, have got it down to, you know, the uniform. It's like, you know, you'll get something in January, you'll get something in June, you'll get something in September. And that's kind of, that's kind of it, you know. And you know mm. roughly what they're going to surface at what time. Um, so that we were coming into a product refresh of the iPhone. That's fine. The iPhone 6s as expected. More powerful, slightly different innards. Yep, that's fine. Force touch or 3D touch, as it's called now. Um, yep, that's that's fine. That's as expected. Everything sort of came out that, that you expected. And that's kind of unusual for an Apple product launch. The only thing that uh, we didn't see that I'd seen on the rumor mill was uh, the return of the C models, You know, the, the plastic models. Um, we're probably not going to see an iPhone 6C at this stage, um, seeing as they've rolled out rose gold mm. uh, instead of, you know, plastic. What do you so make you, of it? I've, I've,
0: I've been looking at these road, rose gold models, uh, you know, over the last uh, whatever. Um, what, what do you think of that color? Do you like it or does it do anything for you?
1: Well, it's not for me, you know. Um, I mean, give me give me the space gray any day of the week. That's mm. That's... Just what I'm into, but you know, I'm, I'm sure there's people who like it. Apple would not have released a color if there wasn't a market for no, it. No, that's very true. But
0: I, I, keep looking at them in the uh, in the in the various Apple stores, and uh, and it's just uh, they just look horrid to me. <laughs> 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 I'm surprised they even thought about it. Like you know, but listen, I suppose uh, would you would you say uh, the big 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 announcement then really from Apple last week was the uh, the iPad Pro.
1: Probably in the sense that it created the most controversy, good and bad. Like I was following the social media feeds uh, on these things as, as you do just to get mm. a sense of what, you know, the market is thinking of this stuff. And um, a lot of people were drawing comparisons with the um, Surface um, Pro 3, uh, which is fine because it's, it's an excellent piece of hardware. But um, when you had people coming up the stage like Microsoft, like Adobe, who are really playing up the, the functional element of apps, mm. going, you know, this is a productivity tool. That is a fundamental divergence from the message of the original iPad. And the iPad was designed to be a content consumption device. The moment that defined what the iPad is was when Steve Jobs sat down in a, an armchair on stage with an iPad in his hand. And he's watching television and he's checking something on his iPad. That's yeah. what an iPad is for. Mm-hmm. This whole thing of, you know, the iPad as your next laptop, that's a departure. And that's something, uh, you know, Apple was like, you know, 9.7 inch screen. That's that's the best you're going to get for this web experience. Mm. Uh, the iPad Pro is what, 12, 12 point something, 12, 12 inches. Well, um, you know, no need for a stylus. In 2007, Steve Jobs came out. Launching the iPhone, going ugh, stylist. and uh, you know this time around it's like yes we've developed yeah. pencil. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know, but but Steve said like you know kind of Steve said God bless his soul, um, but he said and he was absolutely dead right. He says you know if you ever see a stylus, well then they're doing it wrong. <laughs> And that hops back to exactly what you said. In that, you know, kind of, um, they seem to be, you know, trying to get the iPad in as as a laptop replacement. An iPad isn't that; it's it's a content consumption device. That's what you do, and you use your finger to navigate around, and that's what it does. And it seems to be that they're going, anyways. So, what you've been describing is that the bad end of the reaction, do you think,
1: or the good end? It's it's strange because Apple hardware is. So well made. Mm. Uh, now, you pay a premium for it, but it is so well made. Uh, let's harken back to the example of the latest Mac Pro. You know, the little cylindrical PC. Oh, yeah. I,
0: <laughs> do. I know it. It is the object of my dreams and affections.
1: You know, I, and the top end model on that is $7,000. That's why I but, don't have one. You know, but you look at it and you go, there is no need for the average person to have this PC. There's just no need unless you're working in media using, you know, or software game design development, real workhorse tasks. Hmm. This is a machine for you. Similarly, if you look at the um, iPad Pro, it's not, you know, iPad Air Pro or iPad, you know, special or anything like that. You know, this is a Productivity device for creatives, for, you know, corporate presentations. This is, you know, it's it's not what the iPad was before. This is a device that exists off to the side and it takes all the good bits of the iPad mm. and makes them more business friendly.
0: But it makes you wonder why didn't they just improve the, uh, uh, the Air um, uh, laptop?
1: Uh, Well, they kind of have with the new MacBook, haven't they?
0: Yes, but what I'm saying is, why bother with your 12-inch iPad Pro when you could have just made the, the MacBook Air just that little bit better for professional use?
1: I think it does come down to, oddly enough, the peripherals that come with it. And in particular, I'm looking at the stylus, because the amount of footage they showed of people actually using that pencil was um, quite telling. You know, it was very yeah. much, you know, especially when oh, they had it's... Adobe on, they were like, this is how the iPad Pro will be used with graphic design. Look, we can do layouts. We can do X. We can do Y. Mm. If that's the target market, that's fine. If that's, if that's all you want, I mean, this is not going to be uh, a market competitor for anything else Apple have. Mm. Not even the Mac Pro. They, they might look for a similar performance bar you know, they'll go, okay, the Mac Pro is the niche product. We will only sell X thousand, X hundred thousand of these That's mm. And that's fine. You know, uh, I think what happened with the... Apple learned a lesson, I think, with the iPhone 5S and the 5C. They really of the cut price 5C models, which was the entry level. Get everybody onto an iPhone. Wonderful. Great for kids. And the, um, you know, the... Uh, what was it? The... Wasn't um, the was the 5S and the 5C were released at the same time?
0: I think the, I think they were, yeah. They, but they it was were. the first time Apple did cheap.
1: Yeah. And what happened? Like, people flocked to the 5S. Yeah, people exactly. Went, yep. But you see... that. up for that.
0: That is almost... It's, you've, you've hit the nail on the head, because from my point of view, it's like, Apple almost doesn't understand Apple. All right, they kind of go. <laughs> oh, we need more market share. Now we got to get the kids involved. And so we've got to get the cheap version of the iPhone out there. So there it is, Bing, 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 and they save it. And everybody buys the premium product anyway because Apple buy premium. You were just saying about the uh, the little the the Mac Pro. All right, yeah. Uh, yes, if you're a very heavy media user, there's one other market you forgot, and it's people probably like me uh, who just must have the latest that nobody else has.
1: <laughs> well you you would want to be fairly flush
0: no well i don't have that kind of money but if i had that kind of money i would buy it just for that reason that's what i'm saying you know because yeah, apple yeah. is a premium product and you want to be able to go oh yeah i got I got the 6s plus well oh you're still on the oh, oh oh you've you've got an android oh you know that's that's kind of what you're buying with with Apple. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. the uh, it's mad the MacBook Air, fantastic piece of kit. All right, and it is a very nice laptop. All right, but if you want to do anything more than write a stupid letter on it, it just can't handle it in my experience. So mm. I'm paying a premium for having you know kind of a nice slim looking looking laptop. But that's what you do with Apple. And Steve had it right on the on the head, even when he took out the first iPhone. Never mind your iPad. The first iPhone and the fact that that came out and it had a screen and you touch it with your finger, that's what it's all about. And now they're bringing yeah. in the stylus. And you know what's going to happen with the stylus? You're going to lose the stylus. And what happens when you lose the stylus? You got to buy a replacement stylus and Nile without even looking up the Apple website. How much will the replacement cost? $99, so
1: probably what? €99. Euro. What? Yeah. You're joking. Yeah.
0: What happened to the standard €30? <laughs> For <laughs> ninety nine,
1: well, I, I think we are about to see an <laughs> explosion in third party stylus.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, I'll tell you. I was the only the only thing that the real thing that stuck for me with the uh, Apple news last week was they're bringing in a stylus, and it's like you know, no, that's that's not what it's about, and they're off trying to do other things. Um, and uh, anything else? Anyway, in, in in your head before we move on. Uh,
1: for Apple, well, no? I mean. Uh, it's worth noting that there is a new Apple TV in town, and uh, it's got Siri, um, so you'll be able to control things by voice. And they're also branching out into gaming a lot more. Now, when you when you look at Apple and gaming, I, I think they're onto a loser, unless they're looking to compete against, I don't know, this is interesting, Dusty, who do you think Apple should be squaring off against if there is to be a continuum of two companies in the gaming sphere? Oh,
0: my God. There are only two companies in the gaming sphere, and that's uh, Sony and Microsoft. Uh, What Apple are even trying to get in there for is just beyond me.
1: I I could see Apple delivering a number of quite small, quite, I don't want to say niche, but, you know, quite quite perfect small games Mm. that would sit in an ecosystem quite happily opposite something maybe Nintendo do.
0: No, 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 not doing it for me. I just, meh. You're losing me. <laughs> Listen, enough of Apple. Enough of, enough of Apple. Unless you know they want to come in here with a very large checkbook and offer us loads of money to talk about them all day. Um, uh, the 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 reason why we were talking about them anyway this week, as opposed to last week, is as I say, I was away and I was in the states and listening to a lot of radio because I'm a radio guy. And one of the things that I thought was very interesting that's being advertised everywhere in America at the moment is identity theft. This is a big thing. You give out your social security number or your phone number or anything like that online, people can steal your identity. If you buy our service, uh we will be able to run constant credit checks and if anything suspicious, you know, shows up, da da da, we'll be able to tell you. And then there's a big long uh disclaimer saying that they can't actually prevent identity theft. <laughs> Or that even that it could be any good, <laughs> and like that, right? It, so it's it's
1: not even reputation management; it's just no. telling you that there are problems with straightforward your straightforward identity as it is theft. managed at the moment. Yeah,
0: straightforward identity theft, and they're charging ten dollars a month just to keep an eye on stuff. And I kind of go, that's hundred and twenty dollars a year for somebody to keep an eye on your, and then. Of course, me being paranoid, I went, well, hang on that. If they're going to keep an eye on my stuff, that means I've got to give them my credit card numbers. Any <laughs> <Three> chances? <laughs> All that kind of stuff, like, you know. But I just thought it was. it's really, really interesting kind of a, a way with uh, American life is that they tend to be really positive about things. And I love that about that over there. They like, oh, go, it's super easy. We've got to do this and, and everything is awesome. And but they always temper it with, you know, a but. <laughs> which I suppose is almost <laughs> an Irish kind of way. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a fabulous day today, temperatures in the high 90s, da, 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 but make sure you wear that sunscreen, kids. You don't want to get cancer. You know? Um, yeah. And I just think that's fantastic where the technology hub of the world essentially is America and now this is their big thing. And the reason I'm the only reason I'm saying it here is that it wouldn't surprise me if six months or a year down the line, you're listening to, you know, Irish radio, uh, Joe Duffy or whatever, and next on, comes on an ad, Identity Theft no. What if somebody else wants to be called Biko O'Gorman, huh? Have you thought about that?
1: Well, here's the interesting thing there, and oddly enough, it did come up on Liveline this week, is people paying uh, or applying for their Irish water um, credit, the 100 euro credit, uh, which we're all applying for because we're all, we've all paid our bill and we're all playing ball.
0: We're all into Um, water conservation because that's what it's about, Niall.
1: Yep, yep. (laughs) Uh... But in, have you tried applying for your your hundred euro back? No, it's not easy. <laughs> you you have to have you have to have your PPS number. Mm-hmm. You have to put in your address. Mm-hmm. You have to have uh, an account number that was issued to you, but isn't the account, but isn't the number on the letter you were sent, which is a reference number of the transaction. Oh, goodness. Uh, I, it was, yeah, if this was a mirror website, if there was a little malware Do you know what? anywhere, I mean...
0: Sometimes, the Irish government can do these things really well and they can say spectacularly balls it up. And it sounds like, you know, kind of with this water conservation grant is that they have, once again, spectacularly balls it up. Uh, I remember the, um, was it the local property tax or something like that? Uh, Every time you logged Uh in, you had to use a 10-digit number as your uh, identity and then another 10-digit number as as your password or something like that. Of course, and you were only paying this bill once a year. And, of course, I kept forgetting, so I kept setting up a new account every year, which really got their back up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But then other things like the motor tax. Now, I have to say, motor tax and television license, all right, are the two easiest things to play on the internet you go to the website, you tap in whatever one code that's written on the letter that they've posted you, you pay your thing,
1: done Why don't they all just do them like that?
0: Exactly, exactly you know, to to drive you uh, uh, it's enough to drive you to distraction Listen, uh, speaking of other Irish stories this week, oh no, I'll I'll get onto that other Irish story now in a second, but uh, tell me about Facebook, the the talk about Facebook is that they're working on an unlike, a dislike a go away, I hate you button
1: No, no, they're not. Um, What they're doing is far more happy-clappy than that. Uh, Whenever you go on TripAdvisor or Yelp or YouTube or whatever, and you see, you know, lots of thumbs up, and you see a few thumbs down, I know Michael McIntyre has a whole routine on this, but there's a certain morbid bit of you just, just wants to find out, where did the thumbs down come from? Yeah, well... And and thumbs downs have so much more powerful than a thumbs up. But Facebook is finally introducing a thumbs down because, you know, people would be posting an awful lot of tragic news uh, on their feeds, especially these days with the uh, refugee crisis um, from Syria and Eritrea coming over to Europe. Um, a lot of people posting articles highlighting what's going on at the moment. And it seems a bit off to, you know, say, yay, thumbs up, really Good article, you know. So what Facebook have been doing is they've come up with a way to say, yes, that was really good. It didn't make me feel good. I empathize with these sentiments.
0: What, what, what do you think, though, that they're going to go? Because I understand it. Like, you know, I've, I've seen many people, you know, kind of news of people passing away. Uh uh, and stuff like that. And you, the, the news will go up on Facebook or whatever. And the only button you have is like <laughs> to acknowledge that you've read the post and it's made an effect and you like, which yeah. it does seem weird. Um, have, have, are Facebook going to go with something as simple as, and you're asking, where does the thumb come from? We've all seen the movies of the Roman emperors and the gladiators fighting. And, you know, at the end of the fight, whether the guy lives or die, it's thumbs up or thumbs down. If it's worked for 2,000 yep, years, yep. do you think Facebook are going to put that into action or are they going to do their own thing?
1: Yeah, they're just repositioning itself somewhere different. I mean, the, the classic example is, you know, somebody has died um, you really appreciated them in life. You know they're going to be a loss. The only way you've had on Facebook to show that sentiment is either to post a comment or to give it a thumbs up. <laughs> it's, it's just wrong. So, therefore, right. Facebook are adding thumbs down, dislike, but it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's a way to show empathy with bad things that are happening. All that's right. How that's uh, how they're selling it.
0: I'm sure we'll, we'll find out uh, eventually, I'm sure, uh, what it is that they're going to do. Um, the Back to Irish Stories, Aircom have changed their name again.
1: Yeah, Aircom. Uh, did you buy shares in Telecom, Aaron, back in 1999?
0: I'm sitting here smiling, which means no, I don't know, it was a long time. (laughs) Somebody only said it to me the other day. They went, Yeah, 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 and we bought the shares in Aircom. (laughs) Um, No, I didn't.
1: Yeah, well, um, as we all know, Aircom, as we know it, was named Aircom in 1999 um, and was therefore, you know, changed hands quite a few times um, with varying degrees of calamity ensuing. Uh, what we have now is a pretty nice utility with fixed line, uh, mobile, TV, landline. It's a proper quad-play service. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, two mobile phone uh, operators, if, if you want to look at it a certain way. Uh, and then a couple of MVNOs attached to it. So Aircom is pretty pretty well sprawling, but the COM bit doesn't really reflect what they do so much anymore. Because uh, that sort of implies landline only, I guess. So uh, we are—they are now called Air. E oh, I R.
0: Oh, I don't think they're
1: rationalising.
0: Yeah, they're downsizing. They're downsizing their name yeah <laughs> <laughs> Air Actually, do you know what it is? It is quite clever when, uh, when you think about it, because it ties in with the country, it ties in with you know over-the-air services, um, it plays on their old name, Aircom and stuff like that. You know, I, I don't think it's a huge story, but I think it's a nice story, and actually, do you know what I think uh, it, and it's something we don't do very often in this country is you've just been praising Aircom. That would not have happened in the late '90s. So they really
1: they really mm, have yeah. turned
0: it around. And, and I agree with you. I think Aircom has got a, it's got a great looking company. They seem to do uh, good services. They seem to have them at good prices. You know, if I was shopping around between uh, Sky and UPC, Aircom would definitely be on the list. Like, you know, so, uh, so good yeah. on them and more power to them. Listen, let's get on to our last story of the week. And YouTube, I love, I love this story because it's just common sense coming through against the man.
1: Against the man, yeah, or, you know, not even the man, against the man's really whiny rich friend, you know, (laughs) and the man was on board with this quite a while ago, and the rich friend has really been pushing the issue to get the result they want, and not getting it.
0: Essentially, Bye. it's a, uh, um, it's, it's YouTube have, uh, finally started, you know, moving on fair use. And fair use is a, a, an expression we use in the media where if something is used in the background, it's not, you know, the focus of, you know, whatever the content piece is, and it happens to be a copyrighted piece of material. Well, you know, it's kind of like, You don't have to pay copyright on that. The reason I would know that from radio is because if you were recording uh, DJ links or whatever, you would have a little bit of music beforehand, a little bit of music afterwards, which is copyrighted material. But because it's not the focus of what you're recording, which is the DJ link, well, then... It's fair use. This all came up with a uh, podcast. That's what it was. We were trying to do podcasts on the uh, on the internet. You have the tail end of Prince or something like that playing. Like you know, we weren't able to include it on the podcast in case Prince sued us. Anyway, what's what's the latest on YouTube?
1: Yeah, well, oddly enough, Prince is kind of wrapped up in this as well. Uh, in two thousand and seven, uh, a woman posted a, a picture on YouTube of her child, her baby, dancing to um, "Let's Go Crazy" by Prince. Uh, Prince's record label uh, Universal promptly issued a DMCA uh, Digital Millennium Copyright uh, Digital Millennium Copyright More or like less
0: that? kind of saying don't use that because it's using our song uh, which is playing in the background because the baby's dancing to it
1: Yeah pretty much and 99% and 99 times out of 100 um, these orders are complied with people just go look it's a, it's not worth the fight mm. fair enough we'll take it down um, this one actually did something very different she said actually no No, I'm. I'm going to YouTube. Might say they're going to pull this down, but this actually constitutes fair use, and they don't have to take it down. And I certainly don't have to take it down. So it began this sort of legal battle uh, where um, the case moved through the courts with the um, backing of the Electronic Frontier Foundation, uh, who was acting on behalf of Stephanie Letts. uh, the action against universal music. And they, they've kind of been bounced back all along the way. Uh, and we are at the stage now where a judge has ruled that any anyone looking to have something taken down off YouTube under a DMCA order has to pause and consider fair use before even applying. So beforehand, they could just use this shotgun approach. It's like, oh, there's our music, right? Take it down, take it down, take it down. And, again, as I say, most of the time it would get taken down. Now they have to stop and go, okay, does this actually constitute fair use? Because if somebody stands up and says, actually, you asked for my stuff to be taken down, but it's fair use, it's going to end up costing them. Well, it will cost them in legal fees, whether they, uh, whether the record label mm. thinks it can absorb it. Um, you know, well, um, I, I, I think that, that
0: all comes back just to common sense. Do you know what I mean? If, if, if a copyrighted piece of material is being used and it's a kind of a buy the buy in relation to, you know, whatever is, is the main focus. If it's not, uh, damaging the reputation of that uh, piece of copyrighted material and if the person is not making any money out of that piece of copyrighted material, there'd be the three things in my head. You know, it's kind of like if you have a, it, it's, it's ridiculous to think that you could have a video of yourself at a pop concert or something like that. I had let you picnic or something like that. And in the background, somebody's playing and you can't put that video on the internet because, you know, Hosier or somebody like that is going to go, oh, no, you can't have my music on the online. Do you know what I mean? It's just, lads, get a life. Think about it, will you? And it sounds like a judge has said that. YouTube has backed it up and fair play to that lady for saying, uh, hang on a minute. No, do you know what? I think more people need to say, uh, hang on a minute. No, that's not right. Which is isn't yeah. that what isn't that what happened with uh, uh, the news agent out in the airport looking for your your boarding card and somebody went uh, no. <laughs> I, th- I think that person might have been me, actually. Anyways, listen, <laughs> that is it for our Tech Radio show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember, you can get hourly updates on tech news along with daily newsletters from techcentral.ie as well as our weekly tech radio show here online and every Friday at 6 p.m. on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. Until next time, from myself, Dusty Rhodes, and from Niall in at Tech Central HQ, take care. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com Tech Central